Um, thank you, Yvonne. Yes, you praise that Lord. Thank amen you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for taking us through that session. And thank you for taking the text reading. Yes. My name is Christine Namayanja. Kilivo. Kilivo. Not Kalivo. Sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Yvonne. That is my name. And um, I'm here to take us through today's session. Um, our text has been read to us. Our topic is the kingdom of God has come near. Repent. I want to thank you, Yvonne, for the worship and for the prayers and for the far that you have brought us up to now. I want us to pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for all that that you have taken us through that day, O oh Lord. Even as we are in the evenings of that day, we thank you for the word that you've given us this evening. We pray, our Lord and our God, that it will it will speak to our inner man, our inner hearts, O oh God, and it will be able, O oh God, to bring us closer to you, O oh God, just as you have given us the text. Repent, O oh God, and be with you, King of Kings. Be close to you, O oh God. For without repentance, O oh God, our faithfulness is nothing. Thank you, King of Kings. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Father, your word has just told us here that we the kingdom of God is near, repent of your sins and believe the good news. We repent to God and believe the good news. As a church, as individuals, oh God, we believe in you, Christ, because Jesus is the good news. I tried to look at the word repent and what repentance means. And the word repent is a verb that expresses sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing or sin. And when I go back to the text that we've just read in Mark 1.15, um, this was a time that was being fulfilled because when you read earlier on the first, the first verses before our text was read for us. You see that the kingdom of God was at hand and John the Baptist was proclaiming the gospel of Christ, of who he was going to come. And here Christ had come and we see him beginning his work. Actually, when you read this text, you, you see that the ministry of Jesus was beginning at that time. It started at that time. The time was fulfilled and the kingdom of God was at hand. And so we, we as Christians, we were meant to believe the gospel. We are meant even today to believe the gospel because what the prophet awaited for that time was had arrived at this time. 
when John was arrested, people thought that Jesus would speak a word and he would be released. And you know, people who didn't know the mystery of the of, of the of the mysteries of God. Actually, some disciples thought that Jesus did not care about John, but John had fulfilled his work. God's kingdom had come, it had arrived, so his assignment on earth was done. In a sense of urgency, the kingdom of God was at hand. And so the the ministry of John of preparing the way and the gospel of Jesus Christ was now beginning. So Jesus, we see that at that time, he had opened the way for him, and Jesus was preaching. Preaching, we see this in Matthew 4, 12, where the ministry of Jesus actually began. We see Jesus going to Nazareth, going to Capernaum, beside the Sea of Galilee, in the region of Zebulun, in a fatality, fulfilling what God had said through prophet Isaiah in chapter 40, verse 3. Listen, it's the voice of someone shouting, clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. Make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. We see that Many people who were sitting or living in darkness at that time were beginning to see the great light of Jesus Christ. We see this in verse 16 of the same text. And those who lived in the land where death was the order of the day, they they lived in the shadows of death. We see in verse 16 that they saw the shadow of light shining in their lives, those that accepted Christ at that time. And when you read verse 17, it says that from then on, Jesus began to preach, repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The kingdom of God is near. Jesus kept emphasizing. In verses 18, we see him getting the first disciples because he was traveling from from country to country, state to state, region to region. We see him in the region of Galilee. We see him teaching. We see him announcing the good news, healing the sick. We see Jesus spreading the good news to Syria. And he began to heal. He began to cast out demons and large crowds followed him. Wherever he went, from Galilee unto the ten towns in Jerusalem, from all over Judea, we see Jesus go up to the east of the Jordan River, proclaiming the word of God. And at that time, what the good news was, was that Jesus was the good news. He was preaching the good news of salvation. He was telling people to repent, turn from their evil ways, and turn to God. He later on hears that John is imprisoned. But even when he heard that, he continued to preach and telling people, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. 
we, we go ahead and see how Peter mentions in Acts 10, 33, 30, 36 to 37. He says, the message of good news for the people of Israel. There is peace through Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of all. God had anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And so he, didn't, he had the spirit of the Lord with him and he did not fear. He, he began his ministry preaching and he went forth. Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. I've read all these texts and I have learned that some of the lessons I get from this text, I have one, repentance and faith are conditions of admission into the Christian covenant with God. If you don't repent and you live your life the way you, you want to live it, if you don't have faith in God, your admission into Christianity with God is questionable. Repentance has a special reference to God, the Father and faith in Jesus the Son, because it is through the Son, through faith, that we get to the, through the faith in the Son that we get to the Lord. And how do we get there? Through repentance. Jesus is our faith to the Father through repentance. Jesus reconciles us to the Father. Without repentance, there is destruction. I also learned that through this text, we need to live a humble life as children of God. Jesus went to the Jordan River to be baptized, not because he had sins that had to be forgiven, but because he had to, to be identified with a Christian, with a disciples. What he didn't, what he would have chosen not to go to be baptized because he was God. We all know that Jesus was God. But he, he humbled himself to be baptized by John to fulfill all righteousness. I also learned that Jesus went around doing good and, he, and in his power that God had anointed him with. He healed, he delivered, he cast out demons. This power, we have it today. This power is available today. If we tap into the power of Christ today through repentance, we are more than able to do all these works that he did. Today, I want to challenge us who are logged on to the call. While Jesus went around doing good, what are you doing? you as a child of God today? Are you comfortable in your mountain 
of holiness. For you, you gave your life to Christ, and so you're comfortable in your house, in your home, in your mountain of holiness. You're holy. You're worthy, you know. Oh, do you quest for what Jesus did to go about preaching the good news unto the lost? We have so many, even in our own families. I don't think that all of us who have logged on to this call today, all our clan members are born again, they are baptized and they are fire spitting and they are Christians. We can even start today with our own family members. We should go out to the field. We should go out and preach the gospel of God because preaching the good news is preaching Jesus. It is preaching what Jesus did, what Jesus is, and who Jesus is. Jesus is the good news. We read about Jesus and all that he has done for us. And all we can do today is marvel at his works, kneel before his throne, and cry out for mercy as children of God. There are so many things that we do today, even in the church of the Lord, in the church of Christ. We, are, we have so many born-again Christians that live with us, but in the neighborhood, someone would point and say that if this person is also born again, then I am born again. At that point, we are not preaching Jesus. At that point, as children of God, we have to turn to the Lord, repent, cry out to the Lord, cry out for mercy, Cry out for mercy, for he has mercy. Jesus is merciful. God is merciful. We don't believe in repentance. Some of us as children of God, we think that when we give our lives to Christ, it is done. It is finished. Yes, it was finished on the cross. But we sin every day. No one is perfect. No one is righteous. The Bible tells us that our righteousness are filth rags before him. What that means is that we are supposed to work on ourselves every day. We are supposed to live a life of repentance. You check yourself and you cry out to the Lord for mercy. I once tuned into a sermon preached by a man of God and he said that, yes, even when he's a man of God, he has to pray through the Psalm 51 every day. And he was encouraging us that it is important to cry out to the Lord through this Psalm because you may not know what wrong you did even when you confess salvation, yes, but you may have sinned in one way or the other. And the Psalmist in Psalm 51 goes ahead to say, crying out to God for mercy, have mercy on me, O God because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion. Blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin, for I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night against you and you alone, Lord, have I sinned. 
I have done what is evil in your sight, you will be proved right in what you say. And your judgment against me is just, for I was born in sin. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me, but you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me and I'll be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me now. Let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt, creating me a clean heart, O Lord. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation and make me a willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to the rebels and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and a, a repentant heart, O God. Look with favor on Zion and help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit with burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings, then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord so much. I really want to thank God for this is a very rich psalm that draws us to repentance as children of the Lord. It mentions how we were born in sin. And it is only through repentance that God will accept us. It is through repentance that God will bestow his favor over our lives. It is through repentance that God will be pleased with our sacrifices that we offer. And it is through repentance that God restores all our joy, the joy of our salvation. It is through repentance that God forgives us and makes our bodies clean, makes our lives clean, makes our hearts clean, makes our spirits clean. He cleanses our souls through repentance. I want to draw us to this God of repentance this evening as we have logged on to this call. You may be going through a situation in your life, in your workplace, in your marriage, in your home, in, in every walk of life, wherever you find yourself today, that requires you to turn, to make a capital U turn unto the Lord. 
by accepting the good news of the Lord through repentance and turn, be cleaned, be washed by the blood of Jesus and return to the Lord broken, with brokenness, with broken hearts, let us turn unto the Lord and cry out to God for, for his mercy. Cry out to the Lord to make us whole. There is this song that also was composed from this psalm that we can sing this evening as we open our hearts unto the Lord and invite the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and minister to us, draw us closer to our God, that we shall worship a God that we understand, a God that we know, the God that truly forgives our sins when we come out to him. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me, create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, O Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew the right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, O Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Oh, and renew a right spirit within me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your drawing us to yourself this evening. Father, we cry out to you, O oh Lord, that you will create a right spirit within us. Create in us a right spirit, O oh God. Renew the joy of our salvation, O oh God. Many of us cry out to you. We seek you, O oh God. We even log in, King of Kings, to hear your word, O oh God. But when our hearts are far from you, Oh Lord, this evening, as you taught us, oh God, you've spoken to us about 
clean hearts and repentance to you through the faith in Jesus Christ, O God. Draw us to your salvation. Renew the right spirit within us. Free us, O God, of anything we could be holding into our hearts, O God. Even if it's a boss, a spouse, a child, a colleague at work, a friend, O God. Father, we pour our hearts to you this evening. Whoever is logged in, who even those that may not be logged in, O oh God, but they know that they should have been here on this call, O oh God. Father, we connect to all those spirits, O oh God, and we cry to you for mercy. Your mercy, O oh God, renew our spirits, King of Kings, renew our, our lives, O oh God. Holy Spirit divine strengthen our hearts you who penetrates our, our hearts deep inside oh god and remove the pain the anger the bitterness all the internal enemies oh god those king of kings that we move within our hearts and we still praise the lord in the sanctuary father we pray that your spirit will sort them out will sweep them out of our lives cleanse us oh god make us whole Holy Spirit, we pray our Lord and our Lord that Jesus, as we ha you have spoken to us, O oh God, so we present our hearts to you this evening that you make us all forgive our sins, O oh God. We cry out to you for mercy that all the hidden sins in our lives, known to us as individuals, and to you, O oh Lord, you will make us all today with the blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus, wash us, cleanse us, and make us all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Over to you, Yvonne. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Let us receive this message. Father, we thank you and we glorify your name, my Lord. You tell us in Isaiah that your word does not go back to you before it fulfills that which it was sent to do. We thank you, my Lord and my God, especially this time when you've told us, you've reminded us to repent, Lord. We thank you for this word. We ask of you, my Lord, that this seed let it be planted. Let it find fertile grounds in our hearts, my Lord. That it will grow into, into a big tree, my Lord, giving you glory. We thank you for this seed. We thank you for this word, my Lord. We pray a special blessing of our sister. We pray that you bless her, King of glory, in all that she does, my God. That you'll protect her and her family. We pray against any backlash that may come against this word lord we thank you lord that you've made us witnesses of this of what you've told us today lord we ask of you my king of glory that as it has been tailor made for the people who have logged in oh lord we ask of you lord that we do not forget to repent my lord we thank you for the life of we prefer we thank you for the life of, of sister christine lord we thank you lord for her acceptance to even be the one to minister today lord we thank you for the good network we thank you lord especially for this word lord for you only chastise those you love lord we thank you my lord we give you all the praise and worship for it's in jesus name we pray amen
Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This message comes at a time that we are entering into a new season. And it, I feel it has come at the right time. Thank you so much, um, Sister Christine, for this, for this amazing, amazing word. Um, so members, just a small recap of what she has said. Um, today's, today's topic was um, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent. And the, the scripture was Mark, Mark 1 verse 15. And it talked about repentance. And she insisted um, that uh, this message was brought in when the time when Jesus was beginning his ministry. And since his ministry was foretold, he continued doing the good work. And so we are shown that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit. And it is through Jesus, through the faith we have with Jesus, that we come to the Father through repentance. And um, we have been reminded of a lot of things uh, getting from the scripture how Jesus said that we should repent, how Jesus was humble enough to make, um, to allow John the Baptist actually even baptize him since he was God himself. And, um, and then after he was baptized, that's when his ministry began and he went into the world. So our question today was, are you doing good? Are you bringing people to God? Are you preaching the good news? Are you going to the world? Have you repented? And through Psalms 51, which is a very beautiful psalm, she insisted that we need to do daily repentance. And as she read Psalms 51, I, I, I agree with the pastor who said that we need to repent every day for we do not know what we may have done. It could be something that we do unconsciously. It could be something we do consciously. It could be something we have even failed to do. We need to bring repentance for sure. Because... When Jesus came, he told the disciples that Moses said, do not commit adultery. But he said that, he said that even when you look at a woman and you do not commit adultery, but you have, you, you have looked at this woman with lust, that itself is sin. In other words, when Jesus came, he raised the standard of of what sin ought to be. Because by then people are living by the law. Do not commit adultery. Do not commit murder. And I remember one of my mentors told me that even when you watch a movie and it, there is a murder scene in it, you have also committed murder. So with that in mind and with, with us being, with us knowing God, our standards have risen. And therefore, repentance is needed on a daily basis for you do not know what you have said, 
could have hurt someone, could have failed to restore, because the Bible says that whatever comes out of your mouth, let it be to restore, to rebuild, to reconcile. Some of us, what we say, may it seem like a joke, but to the other person, we have broken their spirits. Some of us, we are grumbling at workplaces, in our homes, with our children. Some of us, our work schedules, we seem to be too busy to come to the Lord in prayer every morning. You know, there are so many things that surely we need to repent on a daily, and that is very true. So members, this is what the message of the day is. Repent. Repent for the kingdom of, of the Lord is near. And we all know that none of us knows the day, the minute, the hour. None of us knows when Christ is to come back. But then we need to be prepared at all times. My other mentor told me that uh, for him, he, he does not fear death. He leaves, he leaves his home as if he's going to die. Anytime he is ready to a point that he does not fear anything. He moves out when, Christ, when, God, when God tells him, go somewhere, he goes and he comes back. If a thief comes to him, he is not scared because he is ready. Are we to that extent where we are no longer afraid of death and we are, we are eager to see our Lord? You know, when you have that, that eagerness, it means you're really right with the Lord. And most of us, we are... We are distanced from, from God because of our sins. And if we do not repent, we are not aligned to his promises. We, are not, we do not become inheritors or co-inheritors with Christ. Instead, we still remain at a level of a servant. And yes, and yet those who know Christ become sons and so members, brethren. This is the right time to repent, most especially when the month is about to end, the year is about to end. We have finished, we have finished the month of October, which usually comes with a lot of issues. We are starting now the, Christ, the Christmas season. So we really need to repent of anything, even grumbling, even you know, not being thankful of the year that we have, where we have reached so far needs repentance in itself. So members, please join me and we start repenting for what we may have done and what we, have, we may have failed to do. Just as the psalmist said, that even, even before I was conceived, I, was, I had seen. So let us pray for our bad past so that the Lord will have mercy on us and accept us as sons and daughters. Let us pray. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you, King of Glory, for you tell us that you only discipline those whom you love. And Father, you're always just. You always tell us exactly what we need to do, even when what you tell us to do is not what we want to hear. But Father, here we are asking that you have mercy on us. We have sinned against you in words, in thoughts, in deeds, 
in things that we have done and even those that we have failed to do. Father, we ask that you forgive us, Lord. We bring repentance on behalf of our parents, on behalf of our forefathers, Lord, because it is their sins that, that we bear even before we are conceived, Lord. Father, we ask of you that you forgive them, forgive us, Lord, on their behalf in any way that we do not glorify your name, Lord, in anywhere where we may have made covenants that do not align to your glory, my Lord. Father, we come to you in repentance, Lord. We ask that you forgive us and have mercy on us, Lord. Father, I pray that you forgive us as, as we are, Lord. Have mercy on us. You sent your son, Jesus Christ, to come and die for our sins, not because we were worthy, but because we were worthless. But Father, you have loved us from the beginning. For when you created everything, you said, this is beautiful. I am created, we are created in your image, but we have blasphemed you. We have brought, we have brought rebellion. We have grieved the Holy Spirit. We have done sins with our ears. We have done sins with our eyes. We have spoken words that should never have left our mouths, Lord. We have done things that do not portray your glory. We have not portrayed your glory in everything that we do, my Lord. We are Christian in, in nothing but name. Father, we come to your glory. We come to your altar, my Lord, today. We thank you for you reminding us that we need to come and we repent. Father, here we are tonight, this evening. We ask that you forgive us, my Lord, in any way, Lord, where we have raised ourselves beyond you. Forgive us, Lord. In any way where we may have created an idol that is above you, my Lord, forgive us, Lord. Where we have trusted in men and not in you, please forgive us, Lord. Where we have trusted in our, in our titles and we have not remembered you, forgive us, Lord. Where we have made decisions without consulting you, but basing on the knowledge that you gave us, forgive us, Lord. In any way where we are familiarized with you, my Lord, forgive us, Lord. In Malachi, you tell us, if I am, if I am the king, where is the reason is? If I am the king, where is, where is the fear? If I'm the father, where is the respect? Father, we pray that you forgive us in any way, Lord, where we have not come to you in sincerity, where we have not remembered you in all our doings. Father, we ask that you have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on our thoughts, where we have thought things elsewhere. Father, where we have not remained in you, even in the hidden places, where we have put in as we congregate with other people, Lord, Father, we say we are sorry, my Lord. Where our words do not portray who you are to us, where even our dressing code does not portray who you are to us, where even our children do not know that we know you, my Lord. We have raised them with TVs. We have raised them with phones. We have not taught them the good news. We have not passed on the wisdom and the oracles that we have from you, Lord. Yet we are. it is our mandate as parents to look after them and to remind them of your goodness, Lord. We repent, my Lord, where even in our workplaces, 
you have not become Lord God Almighty. Where in our workplaces, Lord, we do not even dare to speak your word, Lord. Where in our workplaces, my Lord, we have not raised an altar to give you praise and honor. Where in our workplaces, Lord, as we sit in our different responsibilities, Lord, we have not called unto you for wisdom, Lord. Where we have thought that we can manage some things without consulting you. Father, we are sorry. We are sorry, my King of glory, where we have not humbled ourselves, King of glory. You tell us that we should not raise too high, that we cannot commune with the common person, Lord. Father, we are sorry. Where we feel as long as we are comfortable, we do not even care the people around us. Father, forgive us. Where in our families, we are the only ones prospering and we are happy about us, about that. Father, forgive us. We are in offices, we move with a lot of glory, as if you cannot remove us from there. Forgive us, Lord. Where we have been tempted to be like Queen Esther, not to help those beneath us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Where we have not carried the mandate that you created us for, for we are all created for different reasons, but we have not known, we have not cared. We have taken you for granted, knowing that you'll protect us, Lord. Forgive us. But Father, here we are. We come into your presence, my Lord. We ask of you to have mercy on us, Lord. We ask of you that you cleanse us, King of glory. We ask that you do not take the Holy Spirit from us. We pray that you forgive us, even, even those times when we have grieved the Holy Spirit, Lord. In any way in our foolishness, Lord, forgive us. Forgive us, King of glory, where we have put money ahead of you. We have ventured into things without your knowledge, without your approval. Forgive us. Forgive us, my master, where we have fought battles that are not meant for us. Forgive us where we have turned a blind eye to those which you have brought in our midst to help. Forgive us, my Lord. Holy Spirit, come. Come and dwell with us. Even after this meeting, continue showing us the places that we need to repent of, the places that we have hidden deep down in our hearts that we think no one knows. But Father, you know, Holy Spirit, come and convict us. Convict us of each and everything. Look through our hearts. Look through our souls, our spirits. Let us know the places that that made that need repentance, that may not allow us to see the glory of God, that is contaminating us as living sacrifices. Come and convict us, my Lord. Is it our words? Is it our thoughts? Are they our actions, Lord? Are they the things that we have done? What is it, my Lord, that, that, that disqualifies us to come into God's glory? What is it? Continue putting these things in our hearts so that we may come in repentance, in sincerity, Lord. Come and be with us tonight. We thank you for today's word. We thank you, Lord, for this is a topic that we do not want to hear, but it is the only way we can see the Father. Jesus, come and have mercy on us because every time we sin, we nail you back to the cross. Forgive us. Forgive us for bringing grief to you. 
but we know that you always have mercy. We thank you, Lord, for you remain good. We thank you, Lord, for you remain God above or else. We glorify your holy name for there is none like you. We worship you, my Lord and my Savior. Even as we log, log off, my Lord, continue convicting us. Continue bringing us to our knees and showing us that which is not with that that which is in with us that is not of the Father. Thank you, my Lord, for this conviction. Thank you, Lord, for this message. We give you all the praise and glory, for it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.